0: Hello, welcome everyone, I'm Bruce, I'm Greg, and I'm Casey. Together, we will dive into the mysterious world of the hit TV show, Supernatural. Join us as we follow Sam and Dean on some crazy adventures, as we break down episode by episode and have some fun along the way. Today's episode, Season 2, Episode 11, Play Things, premiered on January 18th, 2007, directed by Charles Beeson and written by Matt Whitten. We are Natural, natural friends. friends. We've got our
1: pal Greg, we've got our guy Bruce, they've got their other friend who's pretty cool. We're gonna spend some time with Sam and Dean, we're gonna kill some monsters and break down a scene.
2: Supernatural Friends. Supernatural Friends.
0: Remember, spoilers ahead. Yeah, Due to popular demand, I brought back polls. Yeah, And yeah, by yeah. brought back, I mean, I remember to post one. If season two, Sam and Dean ran a 100 meter dash, it would win. We had Dean, Sam, and no one wins in running. <laughs> Dean won by a margin uh, with uh, 58%. Mm. <laughs> Sam... Lost very poorly um, by 17%. Wow. And uh, no one wins in running got 25% of the vote.
2: Okay, oh my okay. God.
0: Our right, Audience is not a fan. Also, no one thinks Sam can run apparently.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you think it's a size thing that even though the actors are only like an inch apart, they look. He just looks slower. Because he's a lumbering Sasquatch, <laughs> like lankier, maybe is. <laughs> no, because you would think long legs would be helpful for your stride, but, but for some reason, you just look at Dean and be like, "You're faster."
0: <laughs> maybe it's like an aerodynamic thing. Like Dean's closer to the ground, so he can <laughs> less wind resistance.
2: This week on Supernatural, kids are creepy. Sam and Dean give up on Ava and investigate some mysterious deaths at a Connecticut hotel. They save a family from a vengeful spirit and hit the road when the spirit stops attacking.
1: So we start in Cornwall, Connecticut, at the Pierpont Inn, and we get to see some kids just being creepy. I mean, and let's just get right into it. Bruce, how long did it take you to realize that one of these kids was a ghost? I think I had my suspicions
0: just because she never really acknowledged the other kid. (laughs) Like, it was just this weird, like... She talked to only one of them. Um,
2: they did a good job in this first scene. Mm-hmm. The the ghost kid says "son of a bitch," and then the, but that was quiet. And then the the real girl says it louder, and it was like an understandable situation in which the mother responded. And then she also like as far as camera work and whatnot, it looks like she could be talking to the imaginary friend ghost. Um. So. Yeah, this first scene was good and then it it just isn't as good after this scene. Also, I'm pretty bummed about the the description of the episode because I was just looking for this the whole time because it's sort of a surprise that she's a ghost, but uh, we were looking for an imaginary friend based on the description, even though this episode leads you to believe that it wasn't imaginary at first.
1: Tyler ends up back in her playroom with the creepy replica of the inn and sees a doll with its head twisted all the way around at the bottom of the stairs. And lo and behold, the man who was taking away the stuff to donate is not dead at the bottom of the stairs. Oof. Oh my God. That, that was a scene, huh? Awful. Like it it was fine until they showed his face
2: and mm-hmm. his, his quivering jaw. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, and like man.
1: you could the skin that you could see twisting on his yeah. neck.
2: Yeah. Well done. You we
1: went from like cable television to like rated
0: R like real quick. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I watched a horror movie with this exact same yeah. scene. Like <laughs> not too long ago.
2: Yeah. If this was in the first season, you understand what's going to happen based on the doll. And like, you could have showed the guy's feet on the stairs. Like that's what you would get in the first season. But now uh, they're getting, they're getting really daring. (laughs) Um,
0: when the girl was up in the room, just the aesthetics of her whole room was just creepy on its own. But like, so I have a three-year-old daughter now, um, <laughs> and we s- just started buying uh, Barbie stuff for her, so we we literally just bought a Barbie like a dream house for her. And so now I'm like picturing these like these different rooms with like we have the furniture and the Barbies are gonna sit into it. Now we have to make sure that none of those like f- fall downstairs. <laughs> and don't get me started on those porcelain dolls.
2: Yeah, antique dolls are creepy. It's funny though uh- Well, antique dolls themselves are extra creepy. But children's things are creepy in nighttime context, I guess. When things are dark. And uh, I told you about the one time I was by myself in this house. The lights, it was nighttime, the lights were out. And Evelyn's like playhouse thing started singing the ABCs by itself. It was was horrifying. Um, And then I could picture... Any of her electronic toys, if they did the same thing, it would be just as creepy.
1: So then we're back with the boys. And we find out that it's been about a month since Ava disappeared. And Sam's been spending this whole time trying to track her down. But no luck. They have no idea where she is. But Sam's actually not terribly upset about it and is excited to take on a new job. Because he has a really healthy perspective, I think Dean even calls it, of just knowing that they have to go save people, and there's nothing they can do about Ava right now.
2: Yeah, that would be a healthy perspective if that was how he was really feeling. It's a shame it's not. <laughs>
1: I think he was like in this moment, he was excited to try to take, try to do this job because he had a chance to save someone.
2: Yeah, but is it is it saving someone in in the same way Dean wanted to get lost in his work of like just kind of avoiding? Uh. His emotions on for Dean, it was their dad's death or was it actually what he intended to do, which was, yeah, got to keep doing our job. Can't save everyone. Whatever.
1: I think that was genuinely his mindset. I think where it went bad was when someone died
2: in the hotel. Okay.
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah, because I think like he brought up the point
0: like we need to save as many people as possible um so sitting there isn't doing anything so like i really think that that's what he was going for it was like if we're sitting on our butts you know worse things could be happening out there we talked about before how um if they don't do their job well um people will die and they have died um because they missed something or missed a clue um so this is definitely something that they're dealing with constantly and i i could see it definitely being an emotional toll so this isn't surprising um, but the mindset of you know we can just save as many people as we can is definitely a good way to cope with what they're doing
1: yeah so then uh, Sam and Dean hit the road and Dean's very excited because it's just a classic haunted house case which it's been a while since we've had I mean when's the last time we had a haunted house on the show I think it's been since home
2: yeah That might be it. I don't know.
1: (laughs) So, a lady asks if uh, our guys
0: need a king size bed. (laughs) Making this joke again. I expect now every season for this to become a thing. Just like that little from Something Wicked.
2: Yep. Going antiquing.
1: (laughs) They just look the type. Oh, boy. (laughs) Before they head in, they spot the uh, symbol outside, which they recognize as a hoodoo symbol. And they call it a quincunx. Have you guys ever heard that term before?
2: I'd never heard of it, but we've all interacted with it many many times. Quincunx is the pattern used for the number five on dice and also the number five on playing cards. It's four in a rectangle or uh, four in a square or rectangle and then one in the center. You see it all the time, but I couldn't find anything about it. Um, there's some random like, uh, spells and stuff that, that use it, but it all just kind of comes down to like, what are you going to do with five things? Well, oh, you make a square and put one in the center. <laughs> do
1: you know where the name comes from?
2: Uh, where does the name come from? Casey?
1: It was, a, actually a Roman coin called the quincunx. They represented five twelfths and they ended up putting that pattern on the coin to represent its value. And then that name just carried over into that pattern.
2: Fun fact, Thomas Edison had a tattoo of a quincunx.
1: So in their investigation, the boys end up somehow convincing Susan, the inn owner, to let them into her private room full of dolls. And uh, there's just so many. Oh my God. Grandma Rose loved creepy dolls.
2: Do you think antique dolls back in the day when they were new and not antique. Do you think they thought they were creepy too? <laughs> because I, I just can't imagine a world in which those are not creepy. And the same goes for like, um, I think, um uh, I think there's a doll in the witch where they, they just like made a doll out of corn stalks or something. And they just look so creepy. Like, Why would you want that as a child? You don't have anything to play with, I guess. But
1: I wonder if we've been influenced by pop culture to find them creepy.
2: I don't know. I think think part of it is the dead eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
1: So I just
0: recently watched... um, The Shining as well. I guess recently like a month ago, but like everyone else has seen it forever ago. So (laughs) (laughs) I uh, made it 30 years through my life and I finally watched The Shining. Um, But in the beginning when I saw the two little girls, I was like oh, that might be a thing. But like girls in dresses are always creepy. But then... (laughs) <laughs> but then she says uh your room is 237 like she says it very clearly and i think they also at some point show the key hanging out with a 237 so it was a very uh big homage to the shining and then a- as it went on i was like wait <laughs> what else is so then i was like is the old lady up in the attic um a a thing to the old lady in the tub
2: right was she in the tub yeah is the or in the bathroom,
0: yeah. I think she was in the bathroom at least. Yeah. Um, so, like the whole time, that's all I started doing. So, um.
1: yeah, I, I think the big one is just like the straight up scene stolen <laughs> from The Shining, which not really stolen, but like it's just a pure homage. Whenever Dean's in the bar with the, uh,
2: oh, the yeah. groundskeeper,
1: yeah. When I was watching it, I couldn't remember. Um, does is the bar in The Shining lit up like the one in this episode?
2: Oh, did you say bar itself? Because yes, the, the yeah, the literal... bar itself. That's oh, what I wow. thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a perfect recreation of the bar from The Shining.
0: Because didn't yeah. they, they even did like a zoom out of like the whole room, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was really cool.
2: It is funny though when they when they decide to do that and and uh, steal and or give homage. Um, I don't think they made a single mention of The Shining, right?
1: No, I don't think they did in this one.
2: Yeah, because they did in other. Uh,
1: multiple times. Multiple, multiple times.
2: And and so when they finally have a mystery at a gigantic hotel, old hotel, they're like, hmm, I guess it's too obvious to mention. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so after they find out that Grandma Rose is still alive and these were all her dolls, um, we get what I personally think was the creepiest scene of the episode. Whenever um, the little girl is humming, I think it was ring around the Rosie over top of this man hanging
2: himself.: Yeah, I forgot about the humming. that makes it way worse. It took me twice watching it to realize that the man hung himself with a power strip. did you Did you notice that? And then with that humming, though <laughs> it made me laugh, though, because at one point. Before he hangs himself, the man is sitting on the bed, and because his mouth is closed, it looks like he's humming like a little girl.
1: (laughs) This guy dying was apparently enough
2: to convince Sam it's
1: time to get wasted.
2: I thought he was possessed at first. He said, you're bossy. I'm like, oh, little girl possessed him. Like It was so weird. Yeah, so he's upset because they can't save everyone, so... He does one of the few things he can do to impair himself from working. <laughs> just, uh, that's not a good coping mechanism. I
1: completely get what they were going for, but it's almost like they didn't go far enough. Yes, yeah, Sam is upset because all these people are dying and he feels that if he can't save people, or he feels that he has to save people to avoid turning evil. And the only person they reference is Ava and this guy. But if you go further back, there's been a lot of people dying around them. Even if you just go back to Croatoan, when a whole town disappeared and they just straight up murdered a couple people and then back to Simon said where like they had to kill the one brother and all these people have died around them that they haven't been able to save, but they don't even touch on that, which I thought was weird. I feel like if they had talked about that, it would have landed a little bit better.
2: Yeah. And I, I know you can't really mix logic and emotions, but it's just like, if you think you're destined to turn evil, like why do you think saving people in the meantime is going to suddenly reverse this curse? I don't, I don't understand his logic there. Um, I get it. You do? I yeah. don't get it at so, all. I mean, kind of, yeah. Like if you're worried about turning
1: evil, you're going to do the, th- well, like, what's the exact opposite? Saving people, mm-hmm. right? I I guess. So that's just what he's going to try to do. Yeah. It's not like he's just going to resign. Like if he thinks his destiny is to become evil, it's not like he's just going to accept it and like, okay, I'm evil now.
2: So he's going to try to not be evil, by saving people to the best of their ability. And some people die and it's just like, well, that doesn't make you evil. People, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm mixing emotions and logic, but it just, it, it doesn't connect for me.
1: Sam's whole goal d- during this drunken conversation is to get Dean to promise that um essentially follow through on what their dad said and he'll kill him if he goes bad if he breaks bad um I did like the phrasing of how he said it uh, of um you have to watch out for me
2: that was nice.
1: I think that's just like a really fun line, and mm-hmm. watching Dean realize um what that actually means was kind of cool.
2: I think it's one of those like you you're really supposed to suspect the the groundskeeper um, oh did you think so well i mean not maybe not specifically for this scene but early on at least i i think you're supposed to suspect him and then by the end of this scene where he's describing the history and stuff like when when dean essentially picks up another trail then you're like oh okay this guy's fine
1: and i think he's the one who ends up informing them that rose is going to be put into a home
2: that's that's what I meant, though. At that point, you'd you realize that he's he's an okay guy.
1: And they also found out that Rose had a Creole Danny. Yeah. Which is where the hoodoo came from. So then that starts to make sense for them. And they decided it's time to go talk to Rose. What do you want me to do? Pugger with a stick? <laughs> when you see Rose's face, she does look terrified of them being in there. Yes. And I just felt so bad for her.
0: Because she was sitting in a empty room with in a wheelchair looking out the
1: window that was what I feel bad for yeah and then like these two guys come in there and she's just terrified of them
2: well I I actually took that as um, she's terrified of the ghost or not even for her own safety but like I took that as she had just recently been talking with the ghost before they came in because I think they even made a point of like looking towards what she was looking at
1: I No, I think these two large men just yeah. entered her bedroom. <laughs> what the heck is going on here? <laughs> Talking about poking her with a stick, and she's immobile. So, <laughs> she, yeah. yeah,
2: you know, you know what would be best for her—a home. She needs a home. That's she what she's to going, going, going to retirement home. Yeah, I'm just saying hard. it's the right call for a stroke victim who's not getting any care up in the <laughs> attic. <laughs> <So. sighs> so so they get caught and then they actually leave
1: <laughs> sort of sort of yeah. and then you know we get creepy tyler again playing with her creepy dollhouse and seeing those swings just start to swing that these are good
2: effects i like yeah. those
0: the it
1: was sort of weird though um the swings
0: the effects were kind of goofy like i was <laughs> thinking like how easy would it would have been to like i don't know Run a fan, so like they would like go back and forth. But they, it felt like they used like computer animated stuff to make them like swing, and I, I don't know. It, it felt a little off. I, I think it was just watching it on a nice TV. What? What are you? at? Oh, excuse me. Maybe later. that's my problem. Okay,
2: I'm, I'm a poor <laughs> watching this. Um, actually, so which ones, Bruce? The 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 real swings looked because you fake might swings, be right. right.
0: I think it was a fake scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was definitely a very distinct, like, uh, computer animated.
2: Uh, I took it as the the swings themselves are made of copper wire or something that they couldn't, you know, even for a real paranormal thing, it wouldn't swing like a swing, right? Yeah,
1: yeah I had the same, like, idea. Like, like it shouldn't look like they're blowing in a breeze. Okay. Like, it should look weird.
0: i give you that. But there's definitely something to be said about creepy swings like by themselves so yes. like in a normal
1: especially, feeling, so. especially when they're like creaking. Yeah. <laughs> that?
0: Are you afraid of the dark intro? I think for some uh-huh. reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so while that's happening in the playroom, it's actually happening outside to Susan and she goes over to investigate, uh, when the car starts to drive towards her and like, it's, what a weird way to try to kill someone. Were you guys confused yeah. before the car part, like where this was going? Uh, see, I don't mm. know if I remember um, from watching it the first time, but I knew it was a distraction for the car. Okay. like I, I felt it coming.
0: Up until the car part, I was like, is she gonna get blown away? Like, I, I thought like we yeah. were getting a tornado or something. It was really weird.
2: I think they, they, they showed... One of the, one of the shots was, I think, from the car's driver side. Okay, I like, missed that part. You know, indicate that it's pointed at her. But I agree, Casey. It's a weird setup, especially because how do we think the the hanging victim was killed? Do we think he was strung up by the girl, or do we think he had this weird urge to hang himself?
0: I thought it was like along the lines of like whatever the doll was doing. He was doing right,
2: right, but was it like, like almost like, like a voodoo doll? Like he—that's what did I what, was thinking. But yeah, so for that, like, why are you trying to hit her with a car? Just, just do the hanging thing again. <laughs> 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 you got the swings right there. <laughs> um, See, I
1: didn't think it was a voodoo doll. I thought that was just Maggie being creepy and having fun. Um.
2: Okay, like kind of acting out what she made yeah. happen.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, But like watching the scene with the car just reminded me the whole time. All I could think of was the um, episode of the office. Whenever Andy finds out that Angela was cheating on him with Dwight. And he gets Dwight to look at the note in the parking lot on the hedges. Interesting. <laughs> and, and then he sneaks, sneaks up behind him with his Prius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pushes him into the edges
2: <laughs>
1: yeah um yeah but in this example um it's not a silent car and yeah. you're trying to hit someone from a distance like why not because i'm pretty sure she was like packing the car during the scene
2: yeah mm-hmm. why not just run her over while she's right there It's backwards yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding <get her. laughs> um yeah it's one of those things that's like um TVs and movies have a way of making things seem less dangerous than they are because uh you can be killed by a very slow car but it just does not seem dangerous in this scene at all. Uh, uh-huh.
1: Why didn't she jump out of the way?
2: <laughs> yeah, that was part of it like
1: well because you have Sam there to tackle you out of the way, which Yeah. Why were they like I mean, I know why they were still there, but like where? How did this happen? So I really want to know. Happened in the yeah, corner. like the between them leaving and Sam ju- jumping at her. Like, what happened?
2: I'm thinking, I'm thinking just spying on the place
0: because they couldn't be there.
2: And, and fortunately, she was outside for them to notice that she was about to die because otherwise they're just, they got binoculars attempting to look through windows. <laughs> I don't know what they were <laughs> supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's I mean, weird. it's definitely out of
0: place for them to just leave. So, like, imagining that they're still from a distance scoping the place isn't out of their norm for sure.
1: Um, so after that, they get back inside and Susan says, Whiskey? <laughs> or I think she says, I need a whiskey. And Sam says that he knows the feeling. And my guy is just in here making jokes about drinking on the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A new story arc of his dealing
0: with
2: the <laughs> <laughs> drinking <Same problem>. spiraling <laughs> out of control. Guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Susan gets filled in on what's happening and um, they make the connection that Rose hasn't been using hoodoo to make this stuff happen. She was using hoodoo to originally protect the inn. And after her stroke is whenever stuff started getting weird. And when Maggie showed up, who is actually a ghost and mm-hmm. drowned in the pool when she was little. And now she's going to go drown Tyler.
2: Man, this was a good actress, by the way. She was. uh, What's the term? I I want another term other than creepy, but she was. She looked. um, Maniacal, I don't don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So many words to describe her and I can't think of one, but she was very good.
1: So do you prefer uh, this girl who played Maggie? So do you prefer Maggie or the girl from the Benders? As far as creepy little girls,
2: uh, I think Maggie's part had more time, like more, more of an impact based on on the character, or the part itself, right? Um, but for her time, uh, they're so different. I, I can't compare them.
0: For me, it's Maggie, no guys. question. I, oh yeah? it, I, the, I agree with. It's the innocence, and it's like the, uh, I, I don't even know. <laughs> She didn't even try to kill the girl by like a really bad way to jump into her a pool. pool. It'll be OK. Like it won't hurt. Like and then like pushing her down into the water.
1: Because <laughs> the boys realize what's going on. They run to the pool house and try to break in. And at first I start to get upset because I'm like, Sam, I've seen you bust through a brick wall with your elbow. You can <laughs> yeah. break through this door. What's the problem? But I mean, then we realize it's Maggie's actually keeping them out.
0: I was really struggling with that for a while, even when he was like hitting the glass. I was like, what is this glass?
2: That, that was my thing. Like, even Maggie keeping them out. It's just like, it's glass. Come on. <laughs> oh.
1: Maggie hears a voice and disappears to leave Tyler drowning. But that's when Sam busts in and just takes a sweet dive off that balcony.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Looks like so with much fun. cast.
1: With his cat, yep,
2: <laughs> so it's a good thing. Maggie just stopped because that girl was dead she 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 was going to succeed,
1: yeah, then we get the weird slow motion again here mm. whenever Sam bursts through the water with Tyler in his arms. yeah, I don't even know if I caught that. oh, it's like for this whole scene until she spits out the water, right.
2: I think so. And-
1: yeah, it's like a long time. <laughs> Maybe I just like normalized it. I was like, oh, this is how fast people are moving.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, they gave us a little fake out that she actually died, but she didn't. That's great.
0: Is it weird that she's like not breathing and they're all just kind of standing there and like just crossing their fingers? <laughs>
1: Like, so, in- well, since
2: it was slow motion, she very quickly coughed. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what okay. my thought was. Like, I wonder, like, what this actually looked like in real time because it probably went pretty quickly.
0: Okay, I'll take that. I definitely didn't notice the slow motion then. That's so weird because I was like, <laughs> CPR guys, just do something. <laughs> just Turn her on her side, <laughs> maybe. I don't know.
2: <laughs> so i I guess whatever's going on must be over. Is the quote here? <laughs> um, which gets to me. So Rose essentially sacrificed herself.
0: Yeah, I was having a little hard of a time following some of this. Like, I I kind of knew what was happening, but at the same time, it is little. I mean, I think it was intentionally vague to like make it like mysterious, but like I could have used a little bit more detail or something.
1: <laughs> where like, where did you get lost?
0: Uh, just when like when she was when. Maggie was talking to Rose and she was like doing the whole pact or whatever. The, if I do you this, do then you do this. Me? I don't know. I, I could have used a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, eventually they did more later on, but yeah. for some reason that scene for me was a little fuzzy.
2: Yeah. I think they were dragging out the mystery, which at this point, like it was, well, this is the second time I've seen it, but I don't know. I, I just didn't need to be dragged out anymore. Like we understand she, she, she needs a an eternal playmate, which is really creepy. <laughs> um, and and she made some sort of deal to let this girl go. Like, just spell it out.
1: <laughs> Do you guys also feel that the boys took a little bit of an L on this one too? Yeah, I'm really yeah.
2: frustrated with their actions on this. So they they took an L on Crowton. But with this one, like they knew what it was. And I would have preferred them to put things together which is a really depressing story of like uh Rose essentially like again Rose sacrificed herself um but they're just like oh it stopped and they just shrug and move on it's just like well you as the audience we know you are right and this thing is over but good god like you don't have any follow up on that <laughs> and and yeah like uh even for it stopped the, the the vengeful spirit or whatever stopped attacking, but you know what you do with vengeful spirits. Like, why don't you finish the job? I don't know. Find the bones. Yeah. yeah. So he,
1: Craig, I'm, I'm glad you brought this term, that term up. Vengeful spirit. Is it
2: vengeful or is it, it's not vengeful. No. Is, it, is it? Yeah. So I it's messed not, up my synopsis. She's not it's,
1: vengeful. She's not really violent either. Like, so she's not, I mean, she kind of is, <laughs>
2: But, yeah that it's not like uh, but it's
1: not, it's not that violence for the sake of violence that we yeah. had in like our previous violent spirits so I, I don't know if it was intentional I mean we've seen like through this whole series that a, a ghost the rules for ghosts kind of change episode to episode just based on the needs of the episode which is completely fine um,
2: yeah.
1: but in the season premiere um, whenever Dean was a ghost talking to the Reaper she brought up this idea of how um, everything will be fine for him until eventually he'll go mad and then he'll turn violent. Yeah. And,
2: oh, um, um, that's right. That's what a violent spirit is.
1: Right. And that makes me kind of wonder if that's what's happening here with Maggie. Like she hasn't been dead that long compared to other ghosts we've seen. Um, mm. if she's just on that verge, becoming a violent spirit. And if this is going to get worse, cause she's not gone. She's still in this house. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so that actually I don't think she's a violent spirit, and I don't know what the term would be for it. She's essentially like H. H. Holmes, she's the ghost of a psychopath. And But she we wasn't know,
1: a, we don't know that she was like a psychopath before. She
2: was well, just we know, a little girl. Yeah. She, she was, was a little, little girl. girl. But that that haunted Rose enough to for her to essentially her entire life, ward off this spirit. Of right. Food. But how,
1: that my point is like, how long did that take? So there could have been like a very peaceful period where mm. Maggie wasn't doing anything. Okay. And then she's slowly becoming more violent. And then maybe in like a hundred years from now, she's going to be straight up just killing people. <laughs> yeah, Cause they're going to what tear down. Did they say what they're going to put here? Like, oh, f- I forgot
2: they're, they're taking down,
1: down this inn and then putting something else in its place. Yeah. And who knows what she's going to do to the people that are there because they didn't burn the
2: bones. (laughs) They didn't burn the bones. And uh, so what I was thinking is, is so even if she's not like you were saying, she's not a vengeful spirit yet. Ignore Maggie. Rose herself will be a violent spirit in 200 years.
0: Are we supposed to believe that because they're together now, though, that it's like it's resolved? That's the concept
2: they're trying to push. Yeah. 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 But I, I think. Oof. Also, well, I guess they won't salt her bones. I was going to say, what if Rose is cremated and that plant? Just, <laughs> she just got uh, <laughs> Somebody
0: threw salt in by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you, Casey. I think I'm not a fan of... It's essentially a loose end. You know, like you said, they kind of fudge the lore of spirits per episode based on what they need, but like, I got to have some rules of this universe, you know? Like,
1: Again, I, I have no problem with like fudging rules a little bit episode to episode. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, you,
0: you, you'll you write yourself in a box at some point. Yeah. 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 Uh-uh. Um,
2: Anyway, yeah. But regardless of all of that, I'm not a fan of the boys just shrugging it off and leaving.
0: Do you think this has a little bit to do with the whole concept that we were talking about with, um, you know, he's trying to save these people, but sometimes he can't? Do you think that's any way tied to it? Like the, sometimes you're gonna lose these.
1: Well, that's so, a good point. Like someone died at the end, and he just has to be okay with it. Yeah, and that's that. Just it's the end. That's fair point, Bruce. Yeah, I like that.
2: Reviews, reviews, reviews. I give this episode seven creepy kids out of ten. I really like the concept of this story, but it, for me, it falls flat towards the end. I like the story of the spirit of grandma's sister haunting the family. Um, I just mostly would prefer the boys to have put it together at the end to, to really tie those, not tie the loose ends, but uh, put a nice bow on the episode. And um, like I said earlier, the misleading the audience with the imaginary friend was pulled off really well in the first scene with the girls. And then it just got progressively worse. To the point that when it's the reveal itself is just bland to me, it's not oh, she's imaginary. Like maybe Bruce, you could tell me how you felt about that reveal. But I um part of it was reading the um description, which can sometimes be a mistake, but it, it just felt like that big reveal was a nothing burger. So seven creepy kids out of ten.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you. It was not this big like gasping moment when we got there. Um, I give this eight out of ten. Creepy kids. Um, I sort of looked at this as the same as sort of like croto Um, where it was kind of its own entity of uh, a horror genre. Um, we had our zombie. Um, now we're kind of in our, you know, haunted mansion. Um, and when I finally kind of dug into that, I really enjoyed just a different angle of what we were doing. Um, so we had the whole aesthetic of the shows. We had the creepy dolls everywhere. Um, we had the kids in, you know, their dresses, um, singing, you know, (laughs) lullabies or whatever. Um, we had grandma up in the attic. We had, you know, the weird head turning around and the, uh, you know, the play sets and everything. And I just loved the atmosphere that they created. Um, some really cool music and camera angles in this episode, um, creating this like old horror. Um, effect. Um, so why I agree with you, Greg, you know, I would have loved a better wrap up at the end. Um, the just general feel of the show. Uh, bumped up my rating a little bit more. So Eight out of 10 creepy kids.
1: Um, I'll come in and split the difference. Seven and a half creepy kids out of 10. Um, Bruce, I agree about like the the genre hopping that we're kind of doing right now. It was really fun to just get this haunted house story and the way it would play like homage to The Shining and everything. That was, that was just really fun for me. Um, And you were able to just kind of dive into it and not. Um, You weren't distracted by what else should be going on this season. Like not once while watching this episode, did I think about the yellow eyed demon or anything? So that was really cool. Um, I think we got some really good actors and the um, actress who played Maggie did a really great job being that creepy girl who wants to kill people. And really the only spot that like really brought this down for me was like you said, the end was a little weak, but that whole drunk scene with Sam, I don't think landed right at all. Um, able to grasp what they were going for, but I, th- I think that was just a miss overall. So seven and a half creepy kids out of 10.
2: Next week on Supernatural, we're watching season two, episode 12, Night Shifter. Sam and Dean investigate a string of robberies with a disturbing pattern.
0: Next week, we are going to have a monster that changes shape yep
2: would you call it a shape shifter
0: nope it does it at night
2: (laughs) it does it at night all right
0: i'm gonna say it is like a shape shifter i don't know why it's but it's not gonna be exactly the same so we did talk again about if sam turns will dean be able to you know Kill him before he turns, basically. Um, And I'm predicting that we are going to get to that scenario. So Sam says, do it, do it, do it. But Dean can't pull the
2: trigger. So similar to what happened with John. Do it.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Exactly what happens to John. So Sam's still trying to track down Ava. Do you think we will see Ava again? And if so, when? Um.
0: Yes, we will see her in a normal show, be in a few episodes, but uh, episode 20.
2: Do you think they will ultimately save Ava or is she going to be nixed? Oh, she's dead. Okay. Oops.
0: You think she's, she's already dead. dead? Yeah, I think she's possessed and it's past that point because they're using them as meat suits, basically. <laughs> <laughs> For any questions comments or smart remarks send them to natural friends podcast at gmail.com find us on facebook and instagram at natural friend podcast and twitter at NatFriendspod. thank you to our fans and our wives for continuous support if you enjoyed this drop us a review and subscribe thank you for joining us we are
2: natural, natural friends, friends.
0: don't go surfing porn. It's not the kind of whacking I mean...